With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Pat Callahan. And I'm John Jansen. And today on a get back edition of This Week in Pro Football. The Eagles after a 44-6 demo job on oh those Detroit Lions try to get back in the wild card race against those superchargers. Some struggling teams try to get back their mojo in week nine, including the once mighty Chiefs. We get back to talking about COVID and injuries as A-Rod is shelved and the king goes down by a foot. Tony Cotillo loves Boston, Bear Brooks on facing a rare opponent, and the pick segment gets back to business right now on This Week in Pro Football. Get ready, Philly. It's This Week in Pro Football, the hardest-hitting pro football show on radio as they debate the big gridiron issues of the week, including the hometown birds. Talk fantasy football with Tony and track Pat's record against the spread in the dreaded pick segment. It's This Week in Pro Football, old school and straight up, and it starts right now on Fox Sports, The Gambler. All right, good morning, everybody. Pat Callahan joining you for week number nine of This Week in Pro Football on uh, the iHeartRadio app, 102.5 FM, 1480 AM. And live here from the Parks Casino, the outside the sportsbook. Come down and say hi to us on a beautiful Saturday morning. Good morning to John Jansen. How you doing, pal? I'm doing all right. It was an odd week number eight, uh, so we're moving on to week nine. Hopefully better. And uh, Kyle, the Nunna maker. Kyle, how you doing, pal? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Pat Callahan? All right, pal. All right. After another two-in-one week, Kyle's yeah, starting yeah, to yeah. sink into the abyss. No, I was waiting for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> still, still, uh, my... my uh, damn it, 13 and 11 for Kyle. John, 14 and 10. I'm a gaudy. A gaudy. 17 and 6, boys. All right, so that's enough of your millennial nonsense. Something's got to right? give. <laughs> yeah, and I know what it'll be. But, uh, all right, guys, you're, uh, John said be, let's, we can't quite forget Week 8 because we do a little segment here called Last Week in Pro Football. So some observations on last week's games. And as usual, I will make this all about myself, and that's why I do this show, so I can complain about my fantasy team. Uh, but, but, it, but it's notable. And, it's, and it is a thread into one of the things we're going to talk about today, which is, is quarterbacking getting, dare I say, too easy to play in the National Football League? I mean, they've stacked the deck towards the passing game. We all know that. And you just look around and you say, all right, well, let me see now. Who's this guy, Mike White? Oh, Trevor Simeon. Oh, wait a minute, Cooper Rush. And they come in and they just, they just ball out. They just lay it out and they just crush everybody. And uh, one notable play. And full disclosure, I am an Ezekiel Elliott owner in fantasy. I'm not a manager. I'm an owner. Like, cut this nonsense out. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Zeke makes a great play on a third down. On If you guys remember, late in the game against Minnesota, the Cowboys are trailing by three. Zeke catches a short pass. It turns it into a first down. 
First down and goal at the four. The Vikings are out of timeouts. Dallas is down by three. Dallas has three cracks now with two timeouts of their own at scoring and running the clock out so that Minnesota can't get the ball back. They've got this guy in the backfield who's virtually unstoppable inside the five-yard line. So what do you do? You throw a low-percentage, high-risk, corner-of-the-end jump ball with a quarterback who, who just put his helmet on about two hours ago. Isn't that what you do in today's NFL, uh, John? Yes. Yeah. Uh, quarterbacks, it is getting somewhat easier, I would say. But could I turn around and also maybe say that quarterbacks might be getting better? You know that even the quality of quarterback, of course, it dips when you go to your backup. But even backup quarterbacks now are are something capable. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it more. But I, yeah. I was just talking in this instance here. I'm just talking about the fact that the in play called mindset of NFL offensive coordinators is I've got one of the top five running backs in the league. I want to run the clock out so Minnesota doesn't get the ball back. They don't have any timeouts, so I know. I'll call a jump ball in the corner of the end zone yeah. with, with a guy who's thrown 20 passes his whole life. You know, it's just an amazing thing. But this is this is the mindset in this league right now. Yeah, it is. And, look, we're even seeing you know things like Carson Wentz underthrowing a bunch of passes and being rewarded off of it. Jalen Hurts has been rewarded off of you know underthrown passes. You know, so, yeah, it's, it's rewarding a lot based off of, of you know, not playing well. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of reward there. Uh, I think the one thing I want to note, though, the one guy that could actually run the ball really well, uh, Derrick Henry, yeah. that's a big loss for the Titans. And it's kind of now, I think it opens up even the AFC South a little bit. I know the Titans won. That's going to be hard to overcome. So it's just another, another kind of wrinkle thrown into the AFC because the Titans were looking like they could be one of the best because they beat the Bills, they beat the Chiefs, and they even beat Indianapolis, which was a good win. But losing Derrick Henry, I'm I'm really interested to see how that impacts them. But a good win for the Titans, though. Now sitting at six and two, all looks kind of bad because now they don't have Derrick Henry uh, rest of the way. No, well, I mean Henry's loss is almost incalculable. I mean, if you had to pick one guy in the NFL whose loss will be felt the most by a non-quarterback, whose loss will be most keenly felt by their team, who would it be? I think it'd be Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. The, the crazy thing is, Jonathan Taylor had a big big day, but it could take a, another week or two for somebody to actually have more yards than Derrick Henry rushing. And yeah. he wouldn't have played for two yeah. weeks. And we're going to talk about that, too, is uh, you know the, 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 the whole running back issue now, and we're going to do it in the top five, is are these running backs really that interchangeable, or are there a half dozen or so that are really a cut above the rest and who are uh, more or less irreplaceable? I think Jonathan Taylor is one of them. Yeah, it looks that way, don't it? I passed on him twice. I took uh, Zeke Elliott in the first round. I took Aaron Jones coming back, and Taylor was still sitting there. So, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, I don't know. They, 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 Taylor did nothing the first five, six weeks of the season. Now, all of a sudden, he looks absolutely unstoppable. It's just amazing how all of a sudden the, the light switches from red to green. Yeah, and, well, I think the light needs to switch for the, the coach there. I know Frank Reich is good and, and been doing well, but the fact that he tries to rush Naheem Hines as much as he does oh, when he has know, Taylor is ridiculous. I know it is, isn't it, though? Don't they all? But you're just so sick of seeing that. I, I have Aaron Jones, like I said. I have right, sick of seeing A.J. Dillon the TV. <laughs> Will you please let Aaron stay in the game? He's one of the best running backs. Nope, nope. Get, get that talented, the best player on that multifaceted team. Yeah. pro bowler out of there. I mean, it's it's just amazing. It's it never stops. Kyle, what did you see last week? Um, well, I'm going to go back to week seven when I said that the Bengals are for real. Um, my week eight, eight observations are uh, the Bengals are not for real. That was a disgrace losing to Mike <laughs> <laughs> losing to Mike White and the and the New York Jets. Um, 
Also, do the Saints have a shot at this division after that win against Tampa Bay? Even with Trevor Simeon yeah. at the helm? Uh, well, because... I don't think they suffer, John. I don't think they suffer a big loss losing uh, Jameis Winston. No, nah, but Trevor Stick. Simeon's No, in but it, it, is, it is going deeper, though, into the quarterback pool that they, they didn't have in the first place. Yeah. So, it, you know, you went from Drew Brees to Winston, which was a big drop-off. Yeah. You know, Winston to Simeon isn't that quite of a drop-off, but still, that's... That's territory I don't want to be Especially in. when you that's, have, that's uh, you know, Sean Payton on the sidelines. I mean, it seems like he can cane right, plan for almost any work. quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my, other, my other one is, um, are you shocked that Justin Fields had the best game of his career with Matt Nagy not on the sidelines? Uh, well, I mean, I think the Bears, I mean, uh, yeah. Just, Matt Nagy just, is there's, there's some holding him back. mandatory Bears talk here on this Matt show. Matt Nagy needs to be fired. Yes, definitely. The Bears are just, they're just one of those teams that every August you just say, all right, I guess we got to play 17 of these. Let's just uh, <laughs> see, you know. And always win like seven or eight. It wins seven, right, eight, every single time. It, and, you know, Somehow just, make the playoffs, even though we know teams. they're a bad team. Yeah. I mean, and, and another sh- last week, I mean, we might now we can segue a little bit here into the home team. Boy, was I shocked! All three of us picked the Lions to win that game last week. Uh, boy, oh boy, the Lions absolutely stuck. And it's it. Who knows? What's? How does a team play like that? How, how do the Jets, uh, after winning a a just an emotional and a wonderful game, a comeback like they did against Cincinnati. A huge upset. And then three days later, looked like they, they just met. I mean, they, <laughs> it was, uh, they were unbelievably bad defensively against the Colts uh, Thursday night. I mean, I mean, who can account for the way, John, uh, certain teams play in this league? Yeah, I mean, look, some teams are, are going to get some, some wins here. I mean, the, it's not many times you get a Detroit Lions who are winless. You know they're going to pick up wins uh, here or there. I don't know. Sometimes yeah. it's just weird when they do yeah, it. Are they? I think that the Jets are the the know. Jets are the most uh, odd team because Jets. they beat the Titans and the Bengals as yeah. their two wins. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Lions. and that's why I that's why I always hate I the the you know the Lions have to beat the Eagles because where else are they going to get a win? They can pick up a win somewhere. It doesn't just have to be the Eagles. They can end up beating you know an average football team, even an above average one. But yeah, it's it's just the NFL's kind of crazy week to week. I don't know Detroit. Uh, I don't even. It's not even worth going through their schedule. I mean, I, I can't <laughs> wait. make sure you make sure you guys. Do you uh, see a win on the schedule? Plan dinner early Thanksgiving. The Bears are at Detroit Thanksgiving. Oh, I can't the, wait the early to actually. Slot game, so. Oh, I can't wait to watch that. What is that? Yeah. Eleven a.m. or whatever. Uh, Twelve thirty. Yeah. But I mean, that's uh, Bears Lions. Boy, that's a that's give a, me all that's of a that. ratings Ugh. win. Give me all that. Is Bears right. Lions. So. That was a little last week in pro football, but I, it was terrible Thursday night watching that. And then, uh, uh, you know, they just had, well, it was terrible because I actually actually almost lost that bet on the Colts really? because yeah, the late. Uh, I look, it's yeah. one thing to let off the gas, yeah, but to let a team completely back in the game I up know. thirty-two, that was ridiculous. I know, and that's just yeah, forty-five to thirty. Come on, guys, let's go. Somebody play some <laughs> damn defense, will you please? <laughs> so we now we go into week nine, men, and uh, so. Before we get to the home team, though, let, let, let's let's just uh, the Eagles uh, host the Chargers tomorrow, and boy, the Eagles are schizophrenic. We'll have to figure. We'll have to talk about this as to which Eagle team you guys think is going to show up tomorrow. Uh, before anything, though, John, uh, John, I'm getting my trivia question out there now. Look at uh, that record timing. To, yeah, I mean, come on, will somebody answer this? <laughs> I mean. The winner gets a fabulous This Week in Pro Football t-shirt not available in stores. You'll be the envy of, of everyone sartorially for the rest of the year. Uh, all you got to do to answer this question 
is respond either by a tweet to me, at TWIPFPAT, and make sure you give me a follow, too, or uh, at FoxPHLGambler. And here is the question, uh, John, which we'll see if you know it and keep your streak going here. That is, in the last 10 years, man, 2011 to 2020, name me the three teams. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the most playoff berths. That's pretty straightforward, isn't it, John? It's naming the three teams in the last 10 years. With them who have made the playoffs the most in those 10 years. Have you got Three it? Three teams. I yep. can name two of them right well, now. That's not good enough, is it? The right third there. one, I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, how about the, at TWIPF Pat, at Fox PHL Gambler? Somebody tell me those three teams that have made the playoffs. Are the three teams the obvious? Uh, no. There, there, there's, there's 32 possible answers. Well, look at that. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> just trying He's trying to drag these hints out of you. Three teams, obvious. No, three teams that stink are the answer. Yeah, yeah. All right, I can tell you this. It's not It's not, It's not. not Atlanta, uh, Detroit, Houston. And, oh, yeah, I was going to say they, Houston, the Jets, and Detroit. <laughs> All right, so that's my trivia question. Somebody get out there. Now, let's get back to this quarterback thing, man, because – let me just read you guys this. And what I'm looking for is your observations on, I threw out there, is quarterback getting too easy to play in the NFL? Now, John's slight rebuttal was, well, maybe the quarterback's getting better. Well, that's true, but let's, let's, let's hash it out. I mean, Cooper Rush uh, comes out of nowhere. I mean, remember we were laughing last week. Where the hell is this guy even from? Uh, 24 of 40, 325, and two touchdowns. Mike White, for God's sake. I thought he was the coach of Illinois 20 years ago. Uh, 37 of 45, 405 yards and three touchdowns. Uh, so, I mean, the, the question I'm asking here is, has the league tilted the scales so much in favor of the passing game now that you could, I don't want to, I'm not saying you could throw anybody back there, but if you throw a competent guy back there, he is statistically going to perform well. So you're getting, yes, you're getting rewarded a lot more for passing. And I think the pass interferences like we've seen, you know, especially, again, Carson Wentz is the biggest one, is where he underthrows a lot of passes but gets rewarded for because, you know, the receiver will try and go back and get the ball and pass interference. So they get rewarded. But I do just think passing offenses have gotten better. Uh, a lot of the concepts have gotten even more, I'd say, complex. Uh, but they've gotten better as well. You know, I just think teams were given the incentive to pass the ball, and then they completely ran with it and just got better in the meantime. So I, I think it kind of had an effect the way the rules did uh, because it kind of forced them to do it, but I just think passing games in general have gotten better. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle? Yeah, I, I agree with John. I mean, the, the the rules are definitely favorable towards the quarterback. The pass interference. You see it with uh, 
Jalen Hurts. I mean, when when they played the yes, Raiders, Jalen Hurts has gotten it. Yeah. When they played the Raiders, I mean, the only times they really got in the red zone was because of deep uh, pass interferences, and that just you know really sets up a quarterback for success when they get granted red zone access because of the referees. Um, but also, like the Cooper Rush situation. I mean, Minnesota's defense is terrible, so that, I think that plays a factor as well. And I think the Bengals. When you have a quarterback like that, the other team maybe, I think, 90% of the time looks at it as like a look-ahead game. So, you know, maybe the quarterback that's fighting for a job can catch a right. better team. Mike White off. definitely caught them by surprise. Yeah. Yeah. You, they can catch a better team sleeping sometimes. So I think that also plays a factor as well. I mean, eight weeks into the season, guys, eight weeks, and, and one of the teams, uh, Derek Carr's only played seven. There are uh, eight Eight quarterbacks with 2,000 or more yards passing. That means you're going to get, Oof. you know, statistically, you roll that over, you're going to get eight guys who are going to pass for 4,000 yards. That used to be like a, 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 a high standard, you know, for the league anymore. So now you're going to, get to have eight of them, you know, including such luminaries as Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know, guys. It just seems to me quarter quarterbacking anymore. Uh, look at the completion percentages, for God's sake. Uh, as you as you're pointing out, Teddy Bridgewater. Well, of course, he's at seventy point four percent. That's because his average pass is about six feet, right? <laughs> but I mean, even guys, Kirk Kirk Cousins. He's, how scattershot is Kirk Cousins? Sixty nine percent completion percentage. Jared Goff, sixty seven percent. The game has been so stacked now towards the passing game. Uh, you know that. And I don't know, John. If in college football, right, college usually trend-wise will follow what the pros are doing. The pros have completely opened up the game. Look at college games now. Every yeah, every other game is 45-42 or whatever like that. It looks like now the better athletes are gravitating now into the quarterback-type position. So now you're getting these much better athletes playing quarterback, and they're the ones that are graduating into the NFL. Yeah. Um, Kyler Murray is, is changing the game. Lamar Jackson is. See, it's getting tougher to defend, too, yeah, because quarterbacks are just getting even more athletic. But they can throw, too. Murray yes. and, and the two guys you just mentioned, are, they're getting are, better at throwing the ball. <laughs> like Murray, he's having a way better. Right. Thing, it does know? get to a point of how do you uh, – we're going to get to a point in the NFL of how do you stop that. Yeah. And, and what do you think will do? Then I guess the pendulum will swing back towards the defense maybe. Well, the, you know, unless – well, the we league, think at some point, I at some know. point, you know, a team's going to be scoring 50, 60 every I game. I wonder, because, you know, with the, with the explosion of fantasy football as a major component now of fan interest in the sport, are they ever going to curtail it back towards the defense? I, I would say no. In the near future, from what I can tell, no. Probably not. In fact, they're probably going to skew more offense even more. I mean, small changes, but they, they will. What the people want. Also, Mark Henry. Mark Henry just. Mark Henry just said thirteen quarterbacks last year threw for over four thousand yards. Fourteen. What was it? Fourteen in twenty sixteen. Wow. Yeah, hasn't been less than eight in over a decade. So there you go. (laughs) You're selling. You're selling it short this year at Pat Callahan. With I am. I am. The league is apparently is swinging back. It is. I mean, it's just incredible. Just everybody's just throwing the ball, and you, you know, you got a Thursday night game, forty-five to thirty. I mean, come on, is somebody playing defense in this league anymore? And, and if you try and play it, they don't let you play it. The fact that the Jets so, but, were involved uh, in a seventy-five point um, shootout is is 
very telling for where the fleet's going. The Jets just absolutely stink on Josh Johnson? Like a weak old mackerel. Josh Johnson? They stink like, I'm telling you, a weak old mackerel on a radiator. That's how bad the Jets stink. Oh, my God. They are pathetic. I mean, I, I just, I just, when are, I mean, oh, Robert Sala, the Jets hire Robert Sala. Oh, man, he, you know, he's the guy who was the most photogenic uh, assistant coach in NFL history. I mean, the, 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 whenever the 49ers made a tackle, we had to see what Robert Sala was doing on the sideline. And now, he, so he gets the Jets job, and they stink. <laughs> I mean, it's just some teams, some teams, you just can't, you just can't help it. You just can't the help Jet, it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how the Jets are ever going to be good. I don't know. I don't know. Well, like we <laughs> yeah, talked about it last week, Cincinnati, after 37 years of top five draft picks, finally got reasonably good. You know, so I mean, I, I guess eventually it'll happen, uh, but boy, it's not happening in New York. New York football. It's hard to believe that the last time the Jets were actually good was when Rex Ryan and Mac- Mark, Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. When your glory days are Mark Sanchez, <laughs> then that's that's about all you need to know about your football prowess. The Giants. Are two and six, and the Jets are two and six. <laughs> I mean, that's that's horrible. What, what New York football? God bless New York football fans. All right, we got a few <laughs> minutes left here, guys, in this uh, segment here. Let's touch on uh, the Eagles playing the Chargers. The Eagles are really schizophrenic, are they not, John Jansen? And which Eagle team is going to show up tomorrow? Yeah, they they have been. That Lions game, I don't really think much change, other than they ran the ball. But you know, I still think. Jalen Hurts was doing the same old thing that he's been doing. It's just that, and even at the end of the first half, they were about to give up points. It's just that Dan Campbell has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. So I, I think the Eagles were still falling into their bad habits. It's just that it wasn't as prevalent because the Lions fell into every single bad habit that you can do on a football field. Right. So I, I don't know. I, I think they had beat this week, and you know, I think the one-and-a-half point spread is a little short. But I am kind of concerned that maybe that was a turning point and things are getting better. But I don't think they'll be able to to have that kind of game again. So, Kyle, I mean, the Eagles right now, I mean, I tell you, they're 3-5. and five. And, of course, remember, we got the seventh playoff team now. Yes. And you look around the NFC, I'm telling you, you look around the NFC, and I don't know, it looks like New Orleans has one of those one of those wild card bursts. Yeah. It's going to be between Tampa Bay and New Orleans. And you would think between the Rams and the uh, Cardinals, another one's going to get it. So there's still... That leaves one spot left, right, man? So you got one wild card spot left among a bunch of middling, average to bad teams. And you look at Kyle, you look at this, not, why not Philadelphia? They got the Chargers at Denver, then they got New Orleans at home, then it's the Giants, Jets, WTF, Giants, and WTF again before you end with Dallas. I mean, there's a lot of potential wins in the second half of the Eagles schedule. Oh, yeah, their schedule gets nothing but easier from here on out, but basically being right. divisional matchups and and the jets um it, it's just every time the eagles get a victory I, I, I like we think that like oh this could be a turning point this could be a turning point and then they come out and just completely just you know put out a dud performance uh the chargers this week I'm all over the chargers I like them uh now that there's actually like I, I can't believe I'm even saying this. They have film on Boston Scott and Jordan Howard and what they're doing uh, in that Eagles offense. So they're gonna oh, they're gonna um, you know man. game plan to make sure that Jalen Hurts is uh, gonna have to throw the ball a lot, and that is a recipe for disaster. So I think, and the Chargers are just just simply, even though you're coming from west to, from west coast to east coast, they're they're the way better team. I think they're a legitimate Plus playoff. Games at four thirty, right? It's a late yeah. game. Yeah, four so o'clock. It's yeah. going to be on Chargers' time, but boy, 
Catillo's going to be insufferable. Uh, but to uh, uh, to, to answer your question, if <laughs> to answer your question, the, the Eagles can make the playoffs if uh, you know a six or seven win team is is good enough to make it because that's about all they're going to get, in my opinion. Yeah, and the schedule does look easy. But the thing is, the Eagles also just they have to actually win those games, though. Yeah, there's and a there's a reason. Yeah, there's a reason right. their schedule's easy. Right. I, I mean, look, Washington and Giants probably look at it this way: of oh, our schedule's easy. We have the, the Eagles in football team. That's a fair. Up. That's a fair comment. But yeah, there's nine games left in the Eagles season. They're three and five. Right. To have a reasonable shot at that last playoff berth, assuming you're even interested in it, it's going to be eight and nine. <laughs> I think eight and nine will probably make it. I do, man. It's just uh, this is what the NFL is doing now. You know, they're going the way of the NHL, and they want the majority of the teams making the playoffs. This is what they're going to do. Who, do, who doesn't want to see Nick Sirianni five. in the playoffs? I mean, that's gold. Yeah, it's gold. So. Yeah, yeah. So you got five teams. So the Eagles got to win five games out of the next nine. They play the Giants twice, Washington twice, the Jets. Uh, you know, they're that Denver's certainly a winnable game. So, uh, but tomorrow could be problematic. That Chargers coming. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Off a loss to New England, they should not have lost that game. That was a big loss, conference loss. To, so they might be in a little bit of a foul mood, and that's an excellent quarterback. So it could be a rough ride for the Eagles tomorrow. We'll get into that more, certainly with Brian Brooks. Uh, at the top of the next hour, of course, we still got picks. We got an NFL preview coming up, and uh, and of course, we got Catillo. I guess, assuming there's not a double header this morning, uh, <laughs> Catillo will join us at the bottom of the next hour. John Jansen, the Park Sportsbook, which is where we are at. We are at Parks Casino. The Park Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the Real Philly Fan. College and pro football action this weekend. There's hockey, MMA fights tonight. Uh, soccer and basketball, and you can bet on it all and bet with the best at the Parks Sportsbook app. Live in-game betting lets you bet while you watch, and Parks is the only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in Pennsylvania. Bet the money line as it changes during the game on the Parks Sportsbook app. Bet on individual player performances as they happen. So in basketball, you can bet player points, rebounds, and assists. And in football, bet passing and rushing yards, touchdown scores, and more. Plus, same-game parlays, props, teasers, and over. Unders. Big college football game today between Texas A&M and Auburn. That is now a five-point spread with Texas A&M being the favorite over the Auburn Tigers. So Auburn, I think, actually been playing pretty well. Bo Nix has had a couple of good road games, even though that's been his uh, kind of Achilles heel of his game. But, uh, yeah, you can get the Auburn Tigers possibly getting the five on the road against Texas A&M. New customers, sign up right now and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code MONEY. Do it now 
your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app and click parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code MONEY when you sign up. Your risk-free bet refunded inside credit, and the website has all the details. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. More this week in pro football coming up next on The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Number nine in the National Football League. Uh, Parks. Casino outside the sports book here in Ben Salem, PA. It's Pat Kelly and John Jansen and Kyle Donovan. All right, 102.5 FM, 1480 AM, the iHeartRadio app. Somebody answered his trivia question. These two guys finally stumbled all over it. Okay. Yeah, we only guessed like 28 teams before we got it. Yeah, 2, 3 a.m. drunks. They finally got it right. I uh, just want you to name me the three teams that have mo- made the playoffs the most in the last 10 years, from 2011 to 2020. Who is it? Answer it uh, via tweet at TWIPFPAT at FoxPHA where You get a fabulous this week in pro football shirt not available in stores. All right, man. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, cut or waived by the Cleveland Browns. He goes through waivers actually on Monday when teams will have a claim at him. And, of course, along comes this absolute fury and mania and hysteria. Who's going to claim him? Can this team get him? Can we get him? And I don't think many general managers have any interest in signing him at all. Do, do you guys see a high-profile team taking a shot on this guy uh, come Monday? Yeah, I definitely do. I think a playoff team will, will want to bring him in. And there are a few that need some wide receivers. Uh, I know Baltimore does, even though I'm not sure. I don't think Baltimore is going to be one that will try for that. But is, is he any good, John? When's the last time he was good? But <laughs> even if he's – right, I, and I completely understand that. But even if he's not – even if he's not what he was with the Giants – He's got to be. He's still got to be better than some, you know, some receivers. He could be average, right? You know, I, I don't know if that's enough to deal with. But, but I mean, is that even an average if, paycheck? Right. But even if, even if he's regressed, he still is valuable. Somewhat. He still has to have some talent. I, I think know. available for a team. I, I, I like just, the Saints. He's better than every, I think, wide receiver on that roster still. What's the phrase, John? Is it all sizzle, no steak? What the hell is it? I, I don't know what it is. But this Something guy like has been dining out <laughs> on that reception on that Sunday night football game against the uh, Cowboys for about five years or whenever the hell that catch took place. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, he hasn't done anything. He hasn't been able to stay healthy, for one thing. And uh, there is something way wrong with that Browns passing offense. I mean, way wrong. Uh, I don't know what's going on there, but. Uh, Cleveland, would you? We're gonna next week. We're gonna do like a halfway through the season type thing, and, and when you, we talk about most disappointing teams, Cleveland, I mean, Cleveland is there. going yeah. to be there. I mean, there, there's something that's just not right in that uh, quarterback room and the wide receiver room. All right, Kyle, uh, Aaron Rodgers. This guy can't stay out of the news. He is insufferable. This guy. I'm not. I'm not commenting on the fact that I happen to agree with him in some ways because I'm very much a libertarian. But this guy is insufferable when it comes to how he thinks everybody in the country is out to get him. Uh, but anyway, he tests positive for COVID. He is not vaccinated, and he's now he's bounced from this game and possibly next week because, you know, in the NFL, their protocols, he's got to sit 10 days. Big firestorm going on, Kyle. What's your take? Yeah, I mean, just staying out of the whole vaccination issue, just the fact that he had to come out and say he was immunized. Yeah, back in, like, what does that even mean? Yeah, I, I don't just tell yeah, us you're not vaccinated. Like, yeah, dude yeah, thinks right. he's the smartest guy. In the world yeah, at all time. and then the comments he said about, like, yeah. well, you know, I was just going based off of uh, what my good friend Joe Rogan said on his podcast. I'm like, oh, that, that's very credible. That's very credible. <laughs> Doctor Joe Rogan. Doctor Joe Kyle, Rogan. Right? And then, Dr. Yeah, Joe Rogan. and then he's on the Pat McAfee show, just talk, you know, talking nonsense. It's 
very bizarre dude, to say the least. That's uh, that's all I can say about yeah. that. And it, it just keeps getting weirder as as his career. But why did progresses. he feel the need to to go on the Pat McAfee show and just ramble on about? This yeah, he's just like chilling on his couch and, and like why? just shooting the breeze. It with, made things worse. Yeah, because I think he 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 has a chip on his shoulder. He has a monstrous sized chip on his shoulder, and it, and it usually manifests with the you know when when he. You know, when they lose that game last year against Tampa Bay, the NFC title game, and uh, you know, and he contributed to it. I don't care, but he was able to hide behind the fact that Lafleur made a terrible uh, yeah. play decision on that fourth down. Uh, but he just, you know, and again, the Packers were against him. I'm out of here, and then, and then now he's playing great, so everything's great. Now he gets hit with this, so now everything's terrible. He's just, a, he's just one immature guy. He's, it's I, all I, over I the do place. not, you know. But the Packers coddle this guy, right? He clearly was not vaccinated. Now, I don't. I happen to believe I'll state it right out. That's a, that's a decision every person should make. I don't believe in mandatory vaccinations. Do not. Neither obviously does he. Okay, so be it. But he clearly the Packers knew he wasn't vaccinated, right? I mean, they had to know. If they don't know, then they're pretty stupid as an organization. So they they should have known it. And he wasn't following the protocols. And now this whole thing explodes on John. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. Um, was it because he was high profile? Was it because he lied to the Packers and they were misled about know. his status? Like, what? What? What's the case here? Know. And this could honestly what's potentially it? hurt them for the future, not the you know future future, but you know for this season because what what punishments does the NFL want to give, I knowing know. that Aaron Rodgers was willingly breaking protocol? I know, and he, let's face it, he's one of the league's signature players. Right? Yeah, and. Uh, and is there any team in the NFL more terrified of a player than the Green Bay Packers are of Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you think of another guy who's who's well, makes just the think team of the position he puts him in, though. Steps? Right, he, yeah. he's he's such a pain to work with. But they're one of the best teams in football right now, yeah. Be- and only for because the most part of him, because yeah. of him. Yeah, I would I would say. Only I mean, Devontae Adams, yeah. obviously, but you know, Dev- yeah. I don't think Devontae Adams is what he is without Aaron Rodgers. So. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. I mean, that is certainly Green Bay. You're right, guys. Seven and one are sitting there. They're, they're again. They're a powerful team again, and it's really because of him. That's the way of it. But uh, and then the last thing, men, uh, the most unfortunate by far. And, and you know what's unfortunate? Obviously, the poor girl dying like she did in that in that when she was hit by Henry Ruggs' car. Uh, that is an absolute tragedy of of like gargantuan proportion. The way she had to pass away, and, and God willing, it was quick. I hope. Uh, but you know what? It strikes me is just in a, in a flash, and and I, I'll tell you this because I noticed because I was down at the uh, Novacare this is a couple of years ago, and I met with a guy from Santander Bank at the time. They were the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles and all that stuff. And he told me that the league has a protocol for every single player. Every single player in the NFL has a phone number that they can call at any time, twenty four seven, to get an Uber ride to get a ride. Don't need it. Don't worry about it. The league goes out of their way to try and keep these guys out of trouble. This guy gets in the car, John, at 156 miles an hour. And he's and his girlfriend quotes him as saying, what is that guy doing? Meaning this poor girl driving the other car. <laughs> you're doing 156 miles an hour, and you're asking what that person's doing? Yeah, it's unbelievable. And the answer is simple. Just It's an Uber. It's, it's somebody, yeah. you know. Call Derek Carr, like he said. You know, yeah. Call why? Why didn't you call me at three a.m. and get some help? So, it's incredible. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's a bad decision that yeah. unfortunately affects a lot of lives. Oh my and, god! And it and and again, the girl losing that girl was the biggest tragedy. Horrible. But then Henry Ruggs as an individual, you know, fifteen before he stepped in that car, 
multi-million dollar contract, young guy, starting wide receiver in the NFL, bright future, and now 20 minutes later, he's facing 45 years in prison, and he is finished as an NFL player. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. It's just and, well, it, that's the thing. He ruined ruined his life as well. That's what it, it just so many effects and uh, so many so many ways to look at it in, in, as a tragedy. In I know many different ways. I know. I, I, you know the one thing I I will say that Derek Carr, you know, a lot of pe- some people wanted to go after him because he, I guess he wasn't mad enough at Henry Ruggs. Right, right. Like I, I, he he's mad. He's frustrated. Like that. That's obviously he knows what Henry Ruggs did was a bad decision, but. I'm never going to fault a guy for having a good heart. No, like I for, agree with that. I, for, I, I, for trying I'm okay to, with that. right? Not, not. I hate to say forgiving, but just right. try and look at things like, yeah, Rub made a bad decision. I'm going right. to try and still right. be there as a person. No, for I think him. I, 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 I can, I can always, I can always at least appreciate good intentions and a good heart. Raiders go to the Giants tomorrow, and you know, you guys are wondering now. I mean, they, between the John Gruden thing and this thing, uh, are the Raiders going to tip over? How are the Raiders five and two right yeah, now? Yeah, I know it's amazing. And they responded very well. To Gruden's absence, uh, but <laughs> yes, they but did. now you wonder if this isn't really going to weigh them down going into a game against the, uh, the the New York Football Giants that we were just uh, lauding about ten minutes ago. But uh, hey, they covered for me. I took them <laughs> against the Chiefs. There you go. All right, well, listen, we get back, boys. Uh, let's uh, try and lighten up a little bit. We'll do an NFL preview. I got about six games that I think are worth some dialogue. Uh, so we'll do that when we get back. We still got Barrett Brooks, uh, John, at the top of the hour. We got some picks, and we got Cotillo, I hope. Uh, in the next hour, we'll talk some fantasy football then. Yeah, and uh, those dreaded picks are going to all be provided by the Park Sportsbook app. The Park Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the Real Philly Fan. College of Pro Football action this weekend. Hockey, MMA tonight. There's soccer and basketball. And you can bet it all in basketball. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bet with the best at the Park Sportsbook app. And there is live in-game betting that lets you bet while you watch. And Parks is the only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in Pennsylvania. Bet the money line as it changes during the game on the Parks Sportsbook app. Bet on individual player performances as they happen. So in basketball, bet player points, rebounds, and assists. In football, bet passing and rushing yards, touchdown scores, and more. Plus, same game parlays, props, teasers, and over Unders. Now, there is some college football action for today. I imagine you're not going to be betting on any Temple and ECU. Really, the biggest game is going to be Auburn and Texas A&M. You can get Texas A&M as a five-point favor. Both teams, 6-2. and two. It's the 13th and 14th ranked teams. So, a really good SEC showdown. And, again, Texas A&M a five-point favorite against Auburn. New customers, sign up right now and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code money. Do it now. Your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code money when you sign up. Your risk-free bet refunded inside credit and the website has all the details. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. More this week in Pro Football coming up next here on The Gambler presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Callahan Jansen and the everything bagel none of it. 
Steve Cardasco and his team of pros believe that a solid financial plan involves both partners and should be collaborative. Steve and his team came out to meet me, we sat down to help me better understand the process and learn more about their team approach to helping couples build solid financial plans. So when it comes to creating a financial plan, we tend to identify and focus on goals. But Steve and his team have learned that for goals to be reached, they have to be in proper alignment with your priorities. That is, if you're old like me or young like Chance, and you need a team to see it through. That's how you achieve success. It's a formula that Steve has used effectively during his more than 30 years of retirement and financial planning. Navigating your wealth can begin with a free consultation, so I encourage you to learn more about this unique and effective strategy. Give Steve Cardasco and his team a call, 855-558-3500. That's 855-558-3500. All right. Steve uh, Cardasco sponsors the Do You Remember uh, segment uh, later on in the show. We'll be talking about whether or not Philip Rivers is Hall of Fame worthy. See how I tied that together with the Chargers coming in. It's pretty clever in busting the time. Very clever. You're always very clever. Pat. All right. So it's uh, Callahan Jansen and the Mr. Everything himself. Kyle <laughs> All right. As we get into a little NFL preview here, so you'll keep the music rolling here, Kyle, as we look at week number nine in the National Football League. Cleveland is at Cincinnati. Uh, John, the Browns, we were just touching on them. Uh, they are hopeless offensively. I mean, yeah, they run the ball. They're wonderful running the ball. They shorten the game, and then they lose them. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's a rather dubious strategy uh, uh, for Cleveland. And and Baker Mayfield, the Browns got a heck of a decision to make because he's, he's a contract year now. Yes, he is. Now, you yeah. got to throw this guy 30-some million dollars. You're sitting at 4-4, four and four, one of the biggest disappointments. They travel to Cincinnati. The Bengals coming off a horrendous loss to the Jets. What do you think? I think this game could be somewhat close because Cincinnati, again, as, as kind of Kyle alluded to in his last week of pro football, that they're just fine. You know, they're not a great team by any means. Uh, but I, the one thing I have a tough time with with the Browns is just that offense looks like it's in shambles, whether that's even the run game as well. They got nothing going against Pittsburgh. Is that going to continue here? That'll be the interesting part if they're able to run the ball against Cincinnati because that's what they need to do, and they weren't able to do it last week. Kyle, do you like anybody here? Yeah, this is kind of a stay-away game for me. These yeah. AFC North matchups always seem to be like slugfests. Um, and even though they're getting Nick Chubb back this week, I don't. again, I, I don't know who the Cincinnati Bengals are. I still don't yeah, know. We're eight weeks in, around. and I they're don't know who they are. Um, I mean, but the trouble is, I think we're starting to know who the Cleveland Browns are. And that is, yeah, yeah, that, that could good. be. Yeah, <laughs> they're not that good. Because yeah, Baker Mayfield is not that good. Uh, that's correct. Here, you guys are degenerates. Cleveland is zero and seven against the spread against divisional opponents since the start of last season. Zero and three against the spread against teams with winning records. That's courtesy of ESPN. Give me Cincy. Uh, I don't like the Browns. Here. I don't like the Browns here at all. Denver goes to Dallas. Uh, Dallas is now a ten point favorite. Dallas, man. Well, the betting public loves the Cowboys anyway. Uh, so it's been a good year to love the Cowboys. Yes, and the Cowboys yeah. are wearing their uh, their bicentennial helmet Sunday, John. I know you're thrilled about that with the red, white, and blue stripe at the top of the helmet instead of just the white stripe. Isn't oh, that nice. something? Yeah. But uh, Denver is exactly who we thought they were. Please don't give me Teddy Bridgewater and Two Glove Teddy and all that nonsense. <laughs> Denver, Denver is just they are the bears of the AFC. And uh, the question is, though, 10 points, that's a lot of points. But does Dallas have any trouble winning this game? It tomorrow? is. Denver's the Bears of the AFC in which, like, some talent and a lot of hype, but they just always be a middling team and somehow can stay in games right. but then not win them. You know, I, I think Denver could somewhat stay in this game. Uh, but the good thing is I think Dak Prescott's going to be back. I think Dak Prescott's going to be healthy. Michael Gallup's going to return soon. I don't know yeah. if it's going to be this game, but he returns very soon. 
this Cowboys team, and they I probably know. get another win. This is looking like they could I not know. even get this the division early, yeah. but they may be able to get a number one seed. I know. It's something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah. something happen- Kyle, all these talking heads in the NFL, all these suits telling you from the middle of August what's going to happen, and nobody thought the Cowboys could end up being a number one seed. Am I right? Oh, absolutely, and it's shocking because the media just loves Jerry and the Cowboys, so I'm surprised they didn't think that he was going to be number one seed. Um, but all of a sudden, all, yeah, all of a know, sudden. Defensively, defensively, they're That's all of the a sudden very thing. good. Yeah. Yeah. Even without thing, Demarcus yeah. Lawrence, too. But, it, you know, Trayvon yeah, Diggs has I been know. outstanding. Credit to Dan Quinn. Yeah. And- New England travels to Carolina, man. The Patriots... Boy, what an enigma the New England Patriots are, huh, fellas? I mean, you just don't know from week to week, which talk about the Eagles. Patriots sitting at 4-4. Four and four. They go out to the L.A., and they just shut down. Uh, shut down the Chargers and Justin Herbert and uh, win the game. Defensive touchdown. Uh, now they go to Carolina. Carolina, they're, they're just dropping off a cliff, John. Yeah, they are. The only thing I'm concerned about here in this game and why I wouldn't even take the, the Patriots, you know, I, are we – are we completely convinced that that offense is good now and that yeah. they're completely fine and Mac Jones is this great quarterback? Yeah. Now, I'm I'm still skeptical of that because they don't have a lot of talent there, wide receiver, and I don't think they're a really talented offensive team in general. No, so, yeah, I'm. the Panthers can play some defense too, so I'm actually I'm not going to count out the Panthers here. The only thing is P.J. Walker might start. And uh, that, would, yeah. that, that would not be good. Yeah. Even though I love P.J. Walker, that would not be good. That's Philip Walker well, to you. Uh, <laughs> I understand. Is it Philip or PJ? I know we switched that. I don't know. I understand that uh, Christian McCaffrey, who's missed the last two and a half yeah. years with various injuries, uh, may he might be a game time decision. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. come on, we have this guy. God Almighty, will you get out there and play? <laughs> Minnesota travels to Baltimore. Uh, John, the Vikings. You know, I don't know. I, again, I was lampooning the Chicago Bears, but really, uh, can we not uh, verbally scald the Minnesota Vikings too? Sitting at three and four, they simply just can't get it right. You know what I mean? They, yeah. they, they can't win games. They should win. They should have beaten Dallas without their starting quarterback last week, and, and they couldn't. They couldn't do it. And uh, now they go uh, to play a Ravens team that. This is not a good spot. If you're no. an uncertain football team, a dome team now going on the road, this is not one of the cities you'd pick to play. In the words of Pat Callahan, they stink. Uh, <laughs> Minnesota's not good. I did. I thought this team was bad last year going into it, but then you know all the things happened with Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers in the offseason, and all oh, Minnesota could get back in this division and win it. They're not good. Uh, I, I think the offense in general is okay. They can throw the ball because Justin Jefferson's great. Adam Thielen's great. You know, they even have Dalvin Cook, who's really, really good. But I hate that defense, and that's going to be a problem this game. I think Lamar Jackson runs all over him. So, yeah, I, I think Vikings, even as a 3-4 and four team still, I, I think should be considered frauds. They're just not good at all. And I, I hate having the conversation of, oh, they could w- win that division. No, they're not going to. Who, the Vikings? Vikings. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, no the Vikings. So they're one of the teams that, that we were talking about uh, half an hour ago, Kyle, that uh, yeah, the Eagles are going to have to leapfrog to, make, to, to maybe snag that seven wild card spot. And I don't see why they couldn't do it. Minnesota just doesn't believe in themselves. You, What do you think? No, yeah. Kirk Cousins is, 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 is not good. He's like Baker Mayfield. He's not good. They have yeah, good, good talent idea. around him, yeah. but... Um, you know, Kirk Cousins is not good. Yeah, he's a, that, that was a team that was just desperate for like a quarterback, so they threw all this money at him because he's serviceable. They, but they thought he was the answer. Yeah. they thought he was in fact 
the guy who was going to get them over that hump. Well, I'm sorry. sorry. Uh, Kirk Cousins, nah, I don't think so. But it's yeah. also between uh, Cousins and that defense, I don't know uh, who's killing him more, but uh, very more, limited. Probably the best game, best games of the week, really, the last two. Green Bay travels to Kansas City. Uh, now, we talked about all the drama with Aaron Rodgers in the last segment. Uh, so now it's Jordan Love time. Okay, uh, John, what are your thoughts here? The Packers have a unique ability, no matter how injured they are. They went in Arizona last week without their top three receivers and, and won that game. Uh, what kind of puncher chance do you give him here? I actually give him a really good chance to cover in this one and potentially win this one because the Chiefs, the Chiefs are broken. There's something wrong with them, and I don't think it's just going to be fixed automatically because Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are there. It could be fixed eventually, right. but it's going to take a lot of time. And the Giants were able to put up 17 points against them and hold them to 20. You know, the, the Packers have a really good defense. Packers can run the ball if they want because Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon uh, are really good. Devonte Adams, Alan Lazard, and MVS are all back. Yeah. You know, Jordan Love would have to be. So some kind of terrible, like uh, just downright dreadful, for them to not be in this uh, game because the Chiefs' secondary is bad. So I think, yeah, they're they're absolutely. In oh, this Kyle, game. let me let me phrase it this way, Kyle. Yeah. One of these days, the Chiefs are going to put a game together. And, uh, <laughs> One and you of these know, days. well, I, I do. Don't you guys think that? <laughs> yes. One of these times, all of a sudden, it, it's going to click on them, and they're going to put up a forty-five spot on somebody. Is it going to be tomorrow, Kyle? Uh, I don't know. Like a forty-five spot, not tomorrow. Uh, with that line being seven, I'm I'm with John Jansen here. I think Green Bay can easily cover that number and maybe even potentially win the game because Jordan Love has those two running backs to help him out and the best receiver in football. So Jordan Love's getting a lot of. Uh, a lot of comfort making in his first start, right. especially against an right. abysmal Kansas City defense. All right, we got 30 seconds left here, fellas, for the last game. Tennessee is at the Rams. My thoughts here on this one is I think there's too much Ram love going on here. I mean, a seven and a half is a big number against a team that's six and two. I know the catastrophic loss they just had, but I think Tennessee's going to keep this a lot closer, John. I think this loss is going to be felt big time because Ryan Tannehill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stout to dry is just going. He's going to fail. I I just don't think he's that good of a quarterback. You don't he think AP is going to go the, off? Stop it. What? Stop it. Yeah. Like the run, they, they keep saying the Tennessee Titans that they're going to stick with this run game and it's going to be a run first team. You're going to lose that way. Because, well, if you pass first two, I guess they're worried that Ryan Tannehill is going to fail. I just don't, I don't know how they're going to put up enough points in this game. All right. All right, uh, Kyle, John took all your 30 seconds, so you're out. But, yeah, uh, it's fine. So, all right, when we get back, guys, hour number two here, we got Barry Brooks coming back. I want to talk to him about a number of issues, including which Eagle team is going to show up and can they get on a roll here. I also want to ask Barrett about the fact that the Eagles only play the Chargers uh, every four years. They've only played them 12 times in the entire history. Uh, and what's it like? How do you prepare for a team that you almost never see? So, well, that Barrett on, of course, no Cotillo, that goofball. Uh, so I can't wait. But we'll talk some fantasy at the bottom of the hour. And we got the picks, John Jans. Yes, we do. That's all coming up next here. Hour number two of This Week in Pro Football. Gambler, 102.5 FM, 1480 AM, live from the Parks Casino 
sports book. Boy, I am sick and tired, John Jansen, of seeing that photo of Saquon Barkley being carted off in the Dallas game. You know, I, I picked this guy you know, on, my, on my team, and uh, that game against the Saints, he had two touchdowns. He had a touchdown and uh, six receptions a week before. He was rounding in. He was going to – he looked like he was going to be back. And then, bang, five weeks he's now out with that sprained ankle. Just unbelievable. <laughs> Still not over that. Oh, my God. I can't stand it. Can't stand it. Yeah. But anyway, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Fantasy football ruins everything. Let's uh, let's forget that for uh, 15 minutes while we bring on uh, from NBC Sports Philadelphia, our weekly uh, anchor here for uh, This Week in Pro Football, and that's a great Barrett Brooks. Good morning, Barrett. Good morning, good morning. You know, it, it, it's good to hear that, that that Christmas in the air, man. That's just when football really, really starts, man. The halfway point of the season. This is football now. Did you say Christmas in no, the air? Christmas. Christmas. Christmas, Christmas, right? Yes. There it's go. freezing okay. outside right now. Is it Christmas? I was like, does, does Bear Brooks have the Christmas decorations uh, up already? I, I heard what's happening there. <laughs> don't you have to wait? Well, look, Barrett, you have to wait till the week after. Yeah, the week after Thanksgiving, don't you? <laughs> All, right. All right, not anymore. I'll tell you, not anymore, Barrett. You have to wait. Yeah, I think you have to wait the week after Labor Day. <laughs> so, but uh, but anyway, Barrett, let's get started here, okay? We, we, the Eagles. Just tell me, how schizophrenic is this team? You again said you thought they'd beat Detroit. All of us had them losing to Detroit. They instead they stomped all over them. Now they get an opponent they got to be pretty wary of, a team coming off a loss with a top-notch quarterback. Just give me your thoughts on uh, your initial thoughts on this game tomorrow. Well, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to start it off by saying I really think this is going to be an Eagles win, and it's not because I've drank the Kool-Aid of what happened last week. You know, Detroit is gone. Uh, the 24-hour the rule, as they say, you know, they took the deuce and they're going on with the game. I think it's more so they understand now that they have to run the ball. Now I know they're not going to run the ball to the extent of what they did. They're going to, you know, they're going to, you know, probably keep it right around about forty-five, you know, sixty-five. You know, I mean, right around to me, uh, forty-five. I'm sorry, forty-five, fifty-five, right around there, because they understand now that Jalen Hurst, yes, he can be a good quarterback and 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 lead this team if you help him out in your play calling. You know, you you got to hook him up a little bit. Give him a little bit of handing the ball off. You know, don't put the entire game on his back. And then you understand also that the offensive line you have is huge. These guys are big. With the exception of Kelly, everybody's over like 350 pounds. So why don't you know? Why don't you let them just come off the ball, hit guys in the mouth? You know, especially on that left side. You know, give him an opportunity. You know, to to come off. You talk about six foot eight, 385 pounds. Six foot six. 350 pounds, 360 pounds on that left side. It's just better to have those guys going forward instead of backwards, and it really keeps their quarterback off the field. And that's the biggest thing. That's how this game is going to be won. If they can keep Justin Herbert off the field and keep Hurts on the field, that'll be how they win the game. The time possession is probably one of the most key stats that have to be um, looked at this weekend. Yeah, and I want to take a look actually at the defense. I'm really interested in how they, how you think they stack up against the Chargers. Prolific passing game. Justin Herbert's one of the great young quarterbacks in the league. Mike Williams is having a great year. Keenan Allen's good. And Austin Eckler's great out of the backfield. This is a really good offense, and especially passing offense. How do you think the Eagles' secondary stacks up? You know, I think the secondary stacks up pretty good. I, I mean, I like our secondary. Say what you want to say. Avanti Max settled down and is becoming a really good slot corner. 
then you have Nelson and, and Slay on the outside. They can cover the one, two, and whoever they have in the slot receivers with these guys if they play aggressively. And they're going to have to have a game like they did last week and call the game aggressively. If Jonathan Gannett goes out there with that passive mindset not to be beat over the top, then that's going to be a problem. He finally got his linebackers, the key linebackers in the game now. T.J. Edwards established the tempo of that defense. He established a hard-nosed, fighting type of mentality in that defense. Number one, if you want to play a gap style defense, the linebackers have to come down and fill in their gaps. And that's exactly what T.J. Edwards did. As soon as you saw the double team on Fletcher Cox, you know, he would come downhill and make that linebacker disengage and get on him. So now both guys are solid in the gaps. Then Davion Taylor saw that, oh, that's working. He started doing it. So, you know, once they started playing in that demeanor and they started calling a more aggressive game, it was infectious. Everybody started flying to the ball. They started playing a little closer on the outside. They became more aggressive in their mentality. And it all started with that, with this new lineup with T.J. Edwards and Davion Taylor. All right. Talking with Barry Brookshire from NBC Sports Philadelphia. Uh, Kyle? Yeah, so Barrett, I mean, you touched on the, the linebackers and all that. Is it possible for this linebacking core that's, you know, T.J. Edwards has been a fine player, but uh, overall this year struggled a little bit. Is it possible to slow down Austin Eckler, and what do they have to do to try and contain him? Well, I mean, I think that has to be the major focus on how you stop this, this Chargers offense in the first place. Yes, you know, he, Herbert's a, you know, a really, really good player, but it all functions off Austin's ability to run it between the tackles, but his ability to go out there and, and, and control the middle of the field. I mean, that's what makes him good because he pulls your linebackers out, you know, when he does go out with the little swing passes, the wheel routes, you know what I'm saying, the little Texas routes. He makes you account for where he is on the field, which takes away from those receivers on the outside. Mm-hmm. You know, when you take the attention off them, that's when they get the big plays. But I trust these, you know, our, our DBs to go out there and make some plays. So, you know, when you have Keelan Allen out there, I like the one-on-one matchups against Slay. You know, even on the other side with Williams. I like Nelson against Williams. You know, but it's imperative, you know, that they stop, you know, Austin Eckler and his ability to go out there and really dictate what he's going to do in the middle of the field. He's like a he's like that tight end that, you know, most teams are looking for. He can do everything in that capacity. Then you get him in the screen game. Now he's a force then, too. As long as they make sure that they, you know, hold him down, like the offense runs through him, then they'll be okay. He's kind of like the Kelsey of their offense. Everything runs through Austin Eckler, and, and he's been very good at, at making things happen. So it's gonna be, that's going to be the key matchup. Can these linebackers cover Austin Eckler? All right. Barrett, next two questions, guys, are mine. I'm sorry. I'm just stepping oh. in because I'm the senior guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, Barrett, let me just finish up on this game tomorrow by asking you. The Eagles play the Chargers every four years. They've only played them 12 times in their entire existence. Is it odd for – I'm talking about you as a player. Is, is it different to prepare for a team that you only see once every four years as opposed to, say, a Giants or a Cowboys team? You know, not really, you know, because, I mean, all these guys watch, you know, the NFL as a whole, and it's not like college football. You know, college football is different because, you know, you, you don't have the same roster. You know, I do college football on the weekends. In fact, I'm doing a Mac game on Wednesday, this Wednesday coming up. But I have to memorize, I have to go in there and, and learn, you know, 80 players. 
the NFL usually stays with the same, you know, core group of guys, of 40 guys on each team. So they've seen these guys play before. They, they you know, they, so they, they, they'll have a familiarity with those guys. You know, I mean, you might be a rivalry one of guys you play with in college or something like that. But, you know, the, the league is, is much different from other leagues. You know, you can definitely, you can definitely prepare for them because you understand who these guys are. Have you seen these guys before? And you watch film on these guys also. It'll be fine, man. It's not one of it's not it's not as big as a um, not as big as a deal, you know, as it was in college. But you know, it's one of those things where you watch enough film that you get familiarity of these guys. And plus, you know, just knowing guys in the league, it'll you know, it's not really a big big difference. You know, you you just won't know them like you know the guys in the division. The guys in the division, you really only have to watch film for after a while because you know exactly what they're going to do and who they are. And um, Barrett, the last thing I wanted you to touch on, if you could, the two big off-field events this week in the NFL. One, an out-and-out tragedy involving Henry Ruggs of the Raiders and uh, a vehicular accident resulting in the death of a young girl. And the second being the Aaron Rodgers fiasco with uh, him testing positive without quite admitting that he wasn't vaccinated. Uh, And then, of course, the omnipresent Aaron Rodgers chip on the shoulder showing up. Uh, Just give me your thoughts again as a player in the locker room, like uh, how does the how does the locker room handle something like what happened to the Raiders, and uh, and, and this is the second event now, off field event for the Raiders. Can they still keep focused enough, in your opinion? And then, do the Packers players what are, what are what are the Packers players thinking about the whole Rodgers issue? Well, I mean, you know, talk about you know what happened with the Raiders, you know, in, in Las Vegas, you know, you know, from from just from talking to different guys and understanding guys in the league, this will be a lot more detrimental to, to their mindset as opposed to losing, um, you know, losing their head coach. Because they rallied around the, the interim head coach. So as they were good with, you know, with going out there and still competing and, you know, still having a sense that, you know, they're still a team that brought them closer together. This rug situation is, 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 is totally different. I mean, this is, this is, a, this is a, a tragedy. And you talk about a good kid. Um, and Riggs, you know, he's not one of those guys you say, well, you know, we don't like him, you know, or, you know, he, you know, this type of stuff he does. This is a bad situation that got really, really bad. Lives were lost. And, you know, this is something that, that you know, his career is over with, you know, thinking about the, you know, the family member of the, of the deceased, um, woman. I mean, this is definitely something that, you know, it's, gonna, it's really going to rock this locker room, but not just this locker room. It's going to rock the Eagles locker room because Jalen Hurts, we had like three or four guys that played with this guy who understand him, you know what I'm saying, still friends with him. You know, the University of Alabama are also reacting to it. You know, this is something that just goes past, you know, what football is. So that locker room, they're going to take this really, really hard. He's finally starting to step into his own and and, and become the player that they were looking for him to be when they drafted him in the first round. So this will be a tough situation. Now, as for, um, you know, you you look at, you know, what's going on in Green Bay. See, that's that's, that's definitely – Something they did. This team they won't care about, but they'll rally around A Rod because they love A Rod. A Rod's a guy, and they know that their bread is being buttered by him. Now, when they look at you know, when they look at him and and and, and really say, all right, I was immune. He didn't say he was vaccinated. He said he was immune because to him, that homeopathic um, immunization that he got from a doctor is, is something that he really felt that he was immune to the to the COVID virus. So in his mind, he was. So that's why he reacted in that type of way. But he didn't get the shot. Now the NFL is gonna, you know, they're they're mad because there's a protocol in which you have to do it. He has to wear a mask. If he didn't get the shot, he's supposed to wear a mask going all and off the field. If you look at, you know, guys like Carson Wentz, that's what he does. Going off the field, going into the locker room, 
he wears a mask. You know, he, he conducts himself like he is and somebody that's vaccinated. That's the big thing. They want to make sure that the league is going to find the heck out of this Green Bay team. And I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, that people aren't worried about. They're finding not necessarily him, uh, the player, but they are going to find the, um, you know, the team for, for not knowing if he was vaccinated or not. So how big should Odell Beckham's contract be for the Philadelphia Eagles? <laughs> you know what? I mean, it's, that's definitely a possibility because I'll tell you what, Howie is trying to get that heat off his back. They want, he, he wants to bring somebody in, you know, it's like the magic man, you know. Now you see me, now you don't. I'm going to dangle this little, you know, tidbit in your face. Bring him in so you can take that pressure off me, you know. But he looks to do stuff like that, splash type of signings just to keep the heat off him for a little bit. I don't know. I don't think he's any good, Barry. I don't know what you think. I mean, I mean, what's his resume besides that one catch on Sunday Night Football against the Cowboys? I mean, I, I don't know. Is this guy any good anymore? He hasn't been good in five years. Tom, the best ability is availability. He's never available. He's always hurt. It, you know, it makes no sense to have a star that's hurt all the time. It's like I have a star in the sky that falls out the sky, and it, every once in a while it goes back up. He's talented. He has everything you want from a guy that can come in and be a jank game changer, but he just can't stay healthy, and that's the problem. If you can't stay healthy, you can't. You you're no good. You're just a you're just a paperweight. You know what I'm saying? You're just a broken down car that sits out in front of my house, as opposed to being able to drive it. That's what that is. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's fair enough. All right, Barry, that was really good stuff. We appreciate it very much. And a Mac game Wednesday, so your Wednesday college football. So we'll have to track that. I'm sure it's on TV somewhere. We'll have to look for you. Yeah, Kent uh, State. Kent sure. State, babe. I got Kent State at Central Michigan. All right. All right, we'll look forward to that. We'll look forward to talking to you again next week as the air gets even crisper and we get into the <laughs> middle of November. So I uh, appreciate the time. Thanks a lot, fellas. All right. All right. Uh, Barrett Brooks joining us and. I don't know. That that's, that is tough on the Raiders, John. That is tough now for them to come into. Maybe it's a good thing that they're on the road. I don't know. Maybe they get road, they get cloistered. They get amongst themselves. Maybe they can get their minds right. You know. And luckily, they're playing a New York football team. That never hurts. No, I actually, uh, I I think the Jets have been getting better though. So uh, uh, that's a game that I already uh, thought was going to be tough for them. And uh, of course, with everything that's happened, it it's going to be extremely tough. Well, you see some sartorial resplendency here at Parks. Some of the outfits here. Is that what, what, what am I? What am I missing I down know. there? So, first of all, it is about thirty degrees out, and this guy was wearing the shortest shorts that you could find. I know some and guy walked by, looked like an extra from the uh, movie Caddyshack. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, the tennis outfit. God, oh he was my. trying to talk to us as yeah. if we could, as yeah. if we're not already talking yeah, yeah, on yeah. air. See that whole headphone and jaw moving thing sometimes doesn't <laughs> register. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, can you blame him? He anyway, probably got frostbite. Uh, <laughs> let's get to the top five here, presented by Gleason's Bar in Levittown, Pennsylvania, sixty-seven Hard Milk Creek Road. My boy Pat McConney is uh, getting it done there, and, and a, not, a really nice place. Our mission to provide neighbors with the highest quality service while maintaining a welcoming and inclusive environment for the entire family. You got all kinds of specials: Tuesday to Friday lunch specials. Uh, only four and five bucks. Taco Tuesday, which I know Kyle will jump into that. Every that's Wednesday, all burgers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kyle. No, Kyle, jump in on Kyle all this. Pass, Kyle, jump in on Wednesday burgers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, geez. And i got to try this Kibasa Friday thing. we got to try that out. Gleason's Bar in Levittown, PA. Top five, gentlemen, is post Derrick Henry. Give me your top five NFL running backs. Uh, 
I have in uh, ascending order, I guess, guys. Uh, meaning the well, I shouldn't say that. I should say descending. The top, the best guy first. Jonathan Taylor right now is the best back in the NFL right now. He's just got a compactness in him. It's hard to really get a shot at him, and he's very fast. I mean, this guy's a heck of a back. He, he is really quick. Yeah, yeah. If he wasn't in Indianapolis, I mean, he'd be a he'd be a uh, a household name in the NFL. But he's kind of buried there in the middle of the country. I still say Nick Chubb is second. Relates back though to what Barrett was saying, and Nick's getting a little nicked up too much, but he's still, I think, a tremendous downhill runner. I got Alvin Kamara third, Dalvin Cook four, and I'm still going to put Zeke in there five. The Cowboys just don't give him the ball enough. I have Jonathan Taylor one. He's averaging 5.9 yards per carry right, right. now. That's ridiculous. Uh, Nick Chubb as well. I have number two. Despite you know, him not having the, the exact yardage, he's still third in, in yards, and he has 5.5 yards per carry, so I like Nick Chubb as well. I will go Alvin Kamara, right. and I will You're go. Right with me right now. I will go with Ezekiel Elliott. But right. the last one, and I know I'm probably going to leave out somebody that's like really good, like an Aaron Jones or somebody. Boston Scott. I want to give Joe Mixon a lot of credit. Right, Joe. Joe Mixon just—they <laughs> don't have a great offensive line, and this guy still is fourth in rushing. But he is such a good back and such a utility guy for them. Uh, he can take the workload, whether it's carries. He can take the workload, whether it's targets. I I love Joe Mixon. I think he's so good. All right, Kyle. Interesting. Yeah, I have uh, pretty much the same here. I got Jonathan Taylor one. I did put Kamara two, Chubb three, uh, Cook four, and I have Zeke at five. I would take Austin Eckler before I took Joe Mixon. Well, you're just wrong. No way. Oh. I would take Joe Mixon before. Are you kidding me? He's yeah. Joe Mixon can actually take a whole yeah. – Austin Eckler's never been able to take a workload like Joe Mixon. Has. Never. A, he's a gimmick player. Nah, I can, nah, I take he's him. fine. I like him, but he's not Joe, he's not Joe Mixon. He's not. Mm. Okay. He couldn't take the same workload. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think Mixon's, I think Mixon's better. He gets, he gets nicked up too, though, but I still think Mixon's He does. He, he gets nicked up a lot. Well, so does Eckler, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't help yeah, my I case. Know. <laughs> I know. I know. Boy, oh, boy. But anyway, still some talented running backs around the National Football League, certainly, guys. Some are coming up, too. I want to, Damian Harris is on the come up. He's Najee Harris. Damian Harris. Both Harris's. Najee, yeah, he doesn't, have a, he doesn't have an offensive line no, at all no, either. No, Pittsburgh just... is, oh, they're terrible. Yeah, Antonio Gibson. Are we all kind of confirmed here. that Aaron Jones has not lost his step? But they, I guess we don't see him enough. No, he doesn't get the ball enough. No. Like, just like Zeke. Yeah, That's why I questioned both on my fans. Pat Callahan knows firsthand. Yeah, believe me. You're, you're setting them off again. off exactly everything Aaron Jones has done. <laughs> God's sake. I mean, there's New England. They usually, they usually use like nine running backs, right? Harris has 118 carries. Jones has 104. You know, he's got fewer carries. You know, it's, a, it's ridiculous. He has fewer carries than Antonio Gibson, who's been hurt half the season. So, I mean, the Packers just they just won't do it. I, I, We've all talked about it, you know, especially, and it's most acute in the running back position. You have a 17-game season now, and every coach in the NFL is seemingly committed to the fact, I'm not going to wear one guy out. Look what just happened, right? The one guy who was the absolute standard bearer and who never got subbed for is now gone. And uh, that'll just tell you, man, especially from a fantasy angle, picking a running back now. You know, it's it's almost at a point, John, where you might want to say, all right, I'm going to pick Chubb and I'm going to pick – uh, Kareem Hunt right behind him. I'm going to play them both every week. You could actually do that with yeah. Cleveland. I, basically, your point is just try and find an offense that actually is run first. Yeah, that's and right. Fine. Yeah, you could play Dylan and Jones or yeah. you know, whatever because they, they, these offensive coordinators, they're just going to shuttle them out no matter what down and distance or situation it is. They seemingly don't care. Which I think you know? it gets to a point, and Frank Reich is the 
biggest, I know biggest culprit of this. I know he is. Uh, Stop putting I in know. Hines yeah, over I Jonathan know. Taylor. I know. Stop it. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor is yeah. so unbelievably talented, and you should not be taking him off the field yeah. for a guy like Naheem Hines. Yeah. Every once in a while, but the amount that he does is insane. I mean, that touchdown run Jonathan Taylor had. I mean, that safety had an angle that should have been able to get anybody and was completely off and yeah. whiffed. It's just unbelievable the talent he has. So yeah. stop it with the highest thing. Hard to believe Jets gave up a big play like that. They're usually so disciplined. So yeah. disciplined. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're going to have to spend some time in a future show here, guys, talking about the, the Jet. Just that, two hours of New two York hours football? Of New York Jets football. <laughs> That'll reel them in. <laughs> no, we're going to devote an entire show to the Jets, the Lions, and uh, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. The all trash edition God of uh, yeah. This right. Week in Pro Football. That is exactly right. The garbage. Garbage scow edition of this week in pro. <laughs> this week in semi-pro it's football. Yeah. <laughs> well there done. You there you go, Kyle. Good job. I mean, but it's the same teams. I mean, why don't they ever get any better? It's like a, it's it's amazing. And then the 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 opposite end is teams like the Steelers. Now they're not doing that well this year, or even the Patriots. But they're always. They, they just always seem to be competitive. And then there's other teams just cannot figure it out. It's a, Did that just lead into your This Week in Pro Football trivia question that you have out right yeah, now that right. everybody can try and get? That's right. Well, there you go. Will somebody answer this question? Will someone answer this question, please? I got all these shirts, for God's sake. I mean, just uh, again, I could use some more shirts back right now. Man. Sorry about give that. It to me. Uh, sorry, John. But you didn't get I only get one? Well, because you didn't get the answer right, which is to name me the three teams that have made the playoffs the most in the last 10 years. I got it right and eventually. The answers are pretty obvious. Come on. I got it right eventually. At TWIPF Pat, at Fox PHL Gambler. Uh, we'll let, and I'll send the T-shirt your way. When we get back, we're going to talk some fantasy football presented by Concrete Cutting Systems. A lot to talk about fantasy-wise other than me nonstop complaining. I'll let you guys handle the segment. And then we got still got Do You Remember? We're going to talk to this Philip Rivers Hall of Fame worthy. Eagle prediction. We got dreaded pick segment to go, John. A lot to do. Yes, we do. And the dreaded pick segment, we're going to be getting those picks, and they'll be provided by the Park Sportsbook app. And the Park Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the Real Philly Fan College of Pro Football Action this weekend. Hockey, MMA, soccer, basketball. There is a ton. And you can bet on it all and bet with the best at the With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Park Sportsbook app. And the best thing... Live in-game betting lets you bet while you watch. It's the only sportsbook app backed by the number one casino in Pennsylvania. Give it the money line as it changes during the game in the Park Sportsbook app. You bet on individual player performances as they happen. And in basketball, bet player points, rebounds, and assists. In football, bet passing and rushing yards, touchdown scores, and more. Plus in-game parlays, props, teasers, and over-unders. And if you do want to bet that Eagles game for tomorrow, the Eagles are a one-and-a-half point favorite. Against the Chargers, Eagles obviously looking very good against the Detroit Lions. Can they continue that? Obviously, the line seems a little bit short, so it is telling you something here. Maybe not a lot of belief in the Chargers, and actually maybe a fairly good opinion of the Eagles there over on the Park Sportsbook app. Again, Eagles one-and-a-half point. Dog, Chargers the favorite in that one on the road. Small favorite, though. New customers sign up right now. Get your first bet risk-free 
up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code MONEY when you sign up. It's that simple, so do it now. Your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code MONEY. Your risk-free bet refunded inside credit. And the website has all the details. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Can you start an Eagles running back in your fantasy lineups this week? We'll talk about that next year on This Week in Pro Football on The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. All right. Matt Brooks, First Bank. This is Philosophy Centers around the idea of personal bankers and real relationships. Being a First Bank customer comes with access to personal bankers. Once you know you and your business almost well as you do. I know this because my friend Joey Calabro is a market executive at First Bank. He's been a leader and lender in the Southeast PA market for almost 30 years. Not only is Joe a banker I know can get business done, he also builds meaningful relationships with his clients. Joe and his team go above and beyond to work with clients and keep their best interests in mind. So I encourage you, if you're looking for a commercial bank for your business, to stop in and see Joe or any member of his team at their Westchester office located at 121 North Walnut Street. Or give them a call, 484-881-3810. That's 484-881-3810. They'll be happy to see you. First Bank is an equal opportunity lender and member FDIC. All right, back here on this week in pro football, Callahan Jansen, John Jansen. John wants to be known by his first name from now on. I do not know. I, I, I like you, last you, name. You do not know what your first he likes name Jonathan. is? No, I do. Just Jonathan. No, Jonathan. I just like I like Jansen. John Jansen's Jansen. good. We're going Jansen. I wish Kyle had a last name like Jansen. <laughs> Kyle's, Kyle's last name is a mouthful. We could get more content in if Kyle had a shorter last name. <laughs> oh, God. So, work on that, Kyle, will you please? Yeah, I'll, I'll take a work. I'll, I'll work on it. Take a syllable out. Just, uh, think about it this weekend, which syllable you want to lose. Just call me Nana. All right, so. Uh, <laughs> you None go. of your business. There you go. <laughs> so let's talk some fantasy football. How about it, man? Uh I don't want to talk anything. <laughs> leave this to you guys. I've spent the first hour and a half ranting and raving about Zeke Elliott not getting the ball and Aaron Jones not getting the ball. This week i got to play Daniel Jones, a quarterback. I have Tom Brady is on, on a bye. And my other quarterback is Baker Mayfield. Who would you guys play, Baker or Daniel Jones? Oof. Pick up Tyrod Taylor off I your I can't waivers. do that. All right, my league's not like that. I can tell them always, you don't have waivers? Yes, but I, I use the move. I wasn't sure if Taylor was going to play. I mean, they, they, everybody kept hedging their bets on Taylor. Right. They were hedging on whether, who, was going to, who the Saints quarterback was going to be, so I couldn't, I couldn't go with that goofball they send in at the five-yard line every game. Um, so <laughs> I had to go with Daniel Jones. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would, say, I would say Jones. Yeah. I mean, Baker, you just can't. You know, no, Kyle, and Kyle was talking about it earlier. I mean, what are the Browns? What are the odds of Browns offense? And even even if Baker does well, there's such a limit to to the ceiling of that passing offense. And Baker doesn't run. Daniel Jones, you can at least yeah, right. you could try and account for some rushing yards. Yeah. And Daniel Jones, look, they're they're going to throw the ball. Well, the other thing too, John, we're talking about is I think the Raiders. I, I just I don't know. I just don't see the Raiders playing. Well, I don't think tomorrow. their defense is that great to begin with. Yeah. So, so I yeah, think yeah. Daniel Jones would be the right. It one. could be Giants. Giants could be a good play tomorrow, but. Uh, uh, it, John, anyway, or John and Kyle, just they, give me your thoughts on uh, Kyle, your beloved Arizona Cardinals. Uh, are you risking Kyler Murray or uh, DeAndre Hopkins tomorrow? Ooh, it's interesting because I'm actually going against Kyler Murray this week, so I hope he doesn't play. And uh, also, don't feel too bad, Pat Callahan. I went against Jonathan Taylor on Thursday night, so I'm uh, I'm dealing with that <laughs> so as well. You're done. You are. I'm lost. done. Thirty-two points. Lost. Thirty-two yeah. points. But uh, John Jansen, uh, what is your stretch. take on uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray? 
I would I'd be very very cautious about that one because it seems like they could they want to just give him a day a, a week off. And even if Kyler Murray does come back, we've seen him play pretty bad when he's been injured before. So I don't know. I, it's a somewhat tough matchup, even though San Francisco's secondary is one that you can throw on. I'd be really cautious about that one. But again, I think what's better is there are very good streaming options. You can just look at that Houston-Miami game. You can get Tyrod Taylor. You can get Tua Tungavailoa. I imagine he's there. Uh, so there, there are some options, I think, that you can go to outside of Kyler Murray that, you know, you could stream and do yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, I think there are some quarterback options. I don't know about Jordan Love. Tomorrow. Jordan Love, yeah, you can pick him up. defenses. Uh, horrible, and, yeah, horrible so, defense. So, yeah, I would say yeah. Jordan Love, absolutely. Yeah, that's not a bad play at all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so especially, too, that's how we open the show, right? We're talking about backup quarterbacks who come in not having thrown a ball in five years and all of a sudden they're lighting it up so i mean i don't know if the same thing happens or does the law of averages kick in and one of these guys has a really bad game could be love tomorrow and i imagine there are some derrick henry uh people out there that want a new running back i would say if you are going to replace derrick henry this week do it with mcnichols and not with adrian peters do not try adrian peters this first of all is going to be more of a pass heavy game and mcnichols is the one who takes all the passes uh, he's going to take all the targets out of the backfield. Adrian Peterson will not take any targets in the passing game. But I think eventually some games will do it. But I like McNichols a lot more in that matchup than Adrian Peterson if you really need to do that. New Orleans plays host to Atlanta tomorrow, guys, and uh, they, they pick up Mark Ingram this week. Any Mark Ingram love here? Do you think they might welcome him back by giving him a couple of uh, carries from the two-yard line? They ex- Exactly. Exactly right. Because they're going to give it to him, and he's going to be their goal line back. And he's yeah. going to get the... the most important touches right there inside the five yard. I know. So yeah, he's going to vulture away touchdown. It's more of an annoyance for oh, Alvin Kamara than it is, sir. Isn't it, John? Because Alvin Kamara, there's one thing in his career he has not demonstrated. That's the ability to score touchdowns from inside the five yard <laughs> line. The guy can score from anywhere. But no, no, sorry. Sit down, please, Alvin. Sit down with the other chipmunks. We're going to put in with uh, the other chipmunks. We're going to put uh, Mark Ingram in because you don't know how to score touchdowns. I was so surprised. But that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, I was so surprised how how much they integrated him last week. And uh, it's only going to get better this week for Mark Ingram owners, uh, especially with uh, the great Trevor Simeon behind center. So they're going to rely heavily on that run game with, as long as Simeon's uh, the great quarterback. Trevor Simeon. Yeah. Yes. Get out of here. And is there anybody you guys like in either the Chiefs' backfield or the Eagles' backfield in terms of uh, – I don't think we're going to see Yes, there. there is one backfield that I like. I think this is a good day for Boston Scott. Uh, yeah. The Chargers have one of the worst rush defenses in the NFL. Boston Scott, I thought, proved more of his worth than Jordan Howard. He was even getting some of the, the carries, and Boston Scott had a few touchdowns. So I, I like Scott, and he's he will be more involved in the passing game. Uh, the thing is, the only wild card... Is Kenneth Gainwell? Yeah, Kenneth Gainwell. I thought is a, a well, better. Pe- well, what about Jordan Howard too? I mean, isn't he? Yes, he could take some of the inside work, but he's not a pass catching target. No, and I think no. this is going to be more of a passing game for the Eagles, and you can run again. So I think Boston Scott and Jordan Howard are going to get those carries. It's going to be Boston but it's Scott be somewhat or bust. of a higher scoring game. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I, exactly. I think it's Boston Scott or bust. You can't take the risk of putting in Kenneth Gainwell and thinking he's going to get all the pass catching targets. Uh, Boston Scott, we did see get some carries, got targets. He just seems like he's in line for at least some, uh, most of the workload in that offense. So I'll, I'll take Boston Scott. And against a good matchup, too, for the Chargers. Boy, oh, boy. 
Christian McCaffrey, from what I understand, guys, limited snaps, if anything, tomorrow. How many weeks is this now since he pulled that hamstring on that Thursday night? It's been a while. Five, six weeks. Yeah. Just an absolute disaster. Yeah, he is. And Saquon Barkley. Don't, don't, don't get me started. Don't get me don't started. Don't start now. either of them this week. Right. I will say that. <laughs> don't start Saquon. Yeah, you're correct. <laughs> don't play Derrick Henry either. Play again. Is he ever going to play again, Saquon Barkley? Ever. Will someone say yes? Give me a yes. Um, in our lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's uh, this week in fantasy football presented by the uh, good folks at uh, Concrete Cutting Systems. Uh, Tony, hopefully, uh, Jigsaw, uh, will be back with us <laughs> next week, assuming he's not doing his normal Pele shuffle. Uh, we could talk some fantasy football from uh, with Tony next week. But getting down to the nitty-gritty there, man, and uh, I'm trying to hold on. So we'll see Yeah, how, how is your fantasy team holding up? My one guy. team is holding up reasonably well, but it's just frustrating. Is that in your dynasty I got league? Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady, and I got Cooper Cup. They're carrying me. Ooh. But, I mean, Aaron, I mean, Aaron Jones, Zeke Elliott, come on, guys. Come on. I am unfortunately yeah. one of those that have Derrick Henry. So uh, uh, I am... And I'm having that's a good something. year, and I can replace. I'm replacing with Boston Scott this week. Well, there you go. That's that's but, level. Uh, that's level. Yeah, I'm 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 not feeling too good about. My, I'm also I'm starting Tyrod Taylor as well. So I I'm oh, starting. Man. I have a good team. I have Joe yeah. Mixon. I have Justin Jefferson. I have Deontay Johnson. Dalton Schultz is great. Uh, I have Antonio Brown. Whenever he comes back, and Cortland Sutton, I'm good. Yeah, good. Bottom line is bo- Derrick Henry. Guy. Yeah, bottom line is Derrick Henry. And Boston Pat Kelly, Scott. You know how to pretty, fix a foot in, in, in less pretty than much the same player. Foot. I could do it. You can fix Derrick Henry's foot? I think he could do it on one foot. He could probably still score. <laughs> what a hopscotch his hop way in. over. <laughs> Hopping hop Henry in. Yeah. You think he could run over a person on one uh, leg? Yeah. All right, listen, uh, when we get back, man, uh, we're going to come back. We'll do you remember. We'll talk some Phillip Rivers. we got an eagle prediction to do. we got the dreaded pick segment to do, which I will lead off yet again. Uh, every, yeah, bit of, yeah. every bit of the word dreaded for Kyle. Yeah. yeah. All right, when we get yeah, back. You have one game better than me. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Uh, we're going to be getting those picks over from the Park Sportsbook app. And the Park Sportsbook is the official sportsbook partner of the Real Philly Fan. College of Pro Football Action, hockey, MMA, soccer, and basketball. There is a ton, and you can bet on it all and bet with the best over at the Parks Sportsbook app. There is live in-game betting, and that lets you bet while you watch. And Parks is the only sportsbook app backed by the number one <laughs> casino in Pennsylvania. Bet the money line as it changes during the game of the Parks Sportsbook app. Plus, bet on individual player performances as they happen. So in basketball, bet player points, rebounds, and assists. And in football, bet passing and rushing yards, touchdown scores, and more. Plus, same-game parlays, props, teasers, and over-unders. There is a nice college football game, uh, Army and Air Force. Nice, solid matchup there. Army plus two-and-a-half underdog on the road. I'm going with Army, but, of course, you can take Air Force two-and-a-half point favorite against Army. Both teams actually having a really solid year for the academies. Uh, but new customers, sign up right now. Get your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code MONEY. Do it now. Your first bet risk-free up to $500. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code MONEY when you sign up. Your risk-free bet Refunded inside credit, and the website has all the details. You must be 21 and in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Dreaded pick segment and more coming up next here on This Week in Pro Football on The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. All right. Callahan and uh, 
Jansen back here this week at Pro Football with Kyle and Runnemaker himself. That uh, fantasy football uh, segment there that we did was presented by the good folks at uh, Concrete Cutting Systems. So uh, thank them very much for that. Uh, offices in Philly and Pittsburgh, the industry leader in concrete cutting and robotic demolition for over 25 years. All right, these guys do serious business. Check them out on the web at www.concretecuttingsystems.net. Men, let's talk a little uh, Do You Remember, presented by the Cardasco Financial Network. And I wanted to spend it a few minutes anyway, Philip Rivers. Uh, He was one of of the guys in that classic quarterback draft of 2004 when uh, Eli Manning went number one but refused to go to San Diego. Uh, Rivers went. I can't believe no quarterback has done that since. I know. It'll happen again, you're it right. It worked. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. He got exactly what he wanted. Why yeah. has nobody done it since? Yeah, I know. Two Super Bowls later. And uh, Rivers went four to the uh, Giants, and then they made that trade. Uh, and then Ben Roethlisberger went later in that same draft to the Steelers. And Rivers comes up short, right? He comes up, I mean, by short, but I mean he doesn't have any hardware. But let me ask you guys this. Is, is he, I mean, 5,277 completions out of 8,100 attempts, 63,000 yards, a 65% completion percentage, 421 touchdowns, 209 picks. Not as good in the postseason, uh, 59% completion percentage, 16-10 and 10 on, the inter- on the TD's interceptions, and only 12-12 and 12 in the postseason, which, let's face it, that's the bug. The, the Chargers, who had wonderful teams back in the early Very part, good teams. Yeah, they yeah. could not, couldn't do it. They couldn't get over to hump. Uh, Isn't that incredible that Marty Schottenheimer is such a great coach? I know. Just couldn't, I know, and he couldn't. And get he had there. Philip it's Rivers who couldn't do it. Like, I it know. was just unbelievable. And he way back too. He had those great Browns teams. Uh, he had, he they, was a great coach. He ran he up against really John Elway. Those great Chiefs teams. Well, you're you're certainly right, John. Uh, Rivers eight Pro Bowls, and he was 2013 Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, so, what what do you think? Is 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 he Hall of Fame worthy, John Jansen? Yes or no? I would say yes. I think he's borderline, but I think he gets gets over the hump because he's he had a bunch of great stats and um, really good years. I think he was a better quarterback than Eli Manning. Eli Manning just got lucky that he had defenses that were yeah. unbelievably good. Yeah, but I I would say yes. It's close, but I would say yes. Kyle, are you putting a gold jacket on Philip Rivers? Yeah, I would as well because of the stats. He was he was thrown for over four thousand yards be- before it was cool to do so. Um, <laughs> before, it was, before it was the, yeah, before the it was normal. Before or, or it was normal. Required. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, but, right. Um, yeah and I, I definitely 100% agree. He, he definitely better than Eli Manning. Eli Manning just had the better defenses. And for some reason, yeah, Eli Manning did, yeah. did step up in in crunch time. He just had well, a switch. Sure it's weird. Eli Manning's a weird those one. those two together? Yeah, it, it, it's such a weird Rivers one. and Eli Manning. You know, technology's good enough. Just get their DNA together, put it in there, and create the ultimate quarterback. Yes. Much time in regular season. Awesome. Eli probably threw the most two, maybe, famous passes in Super Bowl history. Yeah, arguably. Yeah. And uh, Phillip Rivers never got to play in one. And uh, this... Boy, some of those playoff losses were just excruciating. Yeah. Uh, One of my favorite things about Phillip Rivers is that any game, no matter what team, who he's playing against, he always has the ball down one score with two minutes left to go. Like, yeah. that's just yeah. the Phillips every single game. Yeah. Phillip Rivers is in the same yeah. exact situation yeah. all the time. All right, man, a little eagle prediction here presented by Park Bank. Uh, 
The Eagles playing the Chargers tomorrow. Eagles coming off a resounding win. The Chargers coming off a very disappointing loss. The Chargers travel 3,000 miles, but it is a late game. They don't have to play that 10 a.m. game. Uh, Chargers, of course, Justin Herbert, very good quarterback. How do you guys see it? Let's start with uh, the Nunna maker himself. Ooh, starting with the Nunna. Um, I, I mean, we touched on it earlier. I, the Chargers are just the better team. I think they're really, even though their run defense is not great, they're going to do everything in their power to stop the Eagles from successfully running the ball, which leads to Jalen Hurts throwing the ball, which is a recipe for disaster. I got the Chargers 30, the Eagles 20. Oh, All right, wow. Jansen. Yeah, I'm close to you. I thought I was going to be different here. I have the Chargers 34-20. Wow. Uh, I think the Eagles' offense is going to stall. They didn't fix their problems. It's just the Detroit Lions didn't go after any of their yeah, problems. It's funny how we keep doing this. I have the Chargers 31-24. So we all <laughs> picked the same team again, and we all picked roughly the same score. All right, the birds are going to win outright then. The Eagles are going to win. Right, the Eagles yes, are going to shut them out. I'm the Eagles' money line, and I'm putting about 30 <laughs> units on it. <laughs> so, so there you go, man. So, uh, um I don't know. The Eagles, like I said, I've outlined it. There's a shot at that seven seed. They have, that's oh. the only shot they got. They are not winning the division. They are not. Yeah, sure, they can catch up, uh, right? Yeah, that that ugly seven seed. Uh, yes. <laughs> they disband. Yeah, I'd say so. But they just decide to yeah. stop playing football. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But the Eagles, I mean, it depends what you're playing for. I mean, the Eagles, you know, you assume you got to play for to make the playoffs. They do have a shot to do it. The NFC is top heavy. They have said five ag- excellent teams, and then they got some not so good teams. So uh, the Eagles might as well present themselves as one of them. So, all right, let's do a little dread pick segment here, presented by the good folks at UGI. Kyle, let's fire up a little Sinatra here while we each continue to rumble along. I'm 17 and six. John is 14 and 10. And the the bagel himself, Kyle Nunnemaker. Yeah, no stealing picks from Mark Henry Jr. in the studio, Kyle. Um, I can't guarantee that. All right, here we go. I'm uh, going to grab Baltimore minus six against Minnesota. I think Baltimore's going to kill them. Other than that, I don't really have any reason to play Baltimore, other than the fact I think they're going to murder Minnesota. (laughs) Minnesota stinks. Yeah, I just think... (laughs) That's become the catchword of the show. <laughs> Minnesota is not good. I don't think they're going to travel well. I don't know. I think you're going to see a heavy, heavy dose of Dalvin Cook tomorrow. I think the Vikings now realize that the sooner we get the ball out of this goofball's hands and into <laughs> Dalvin Cook's another hands, one. the better chance we have. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, But I still think Baltimore, uh, when they start playing downhill football, they're tough. Uh, Ravens tomorrow minus. Oh, by the way, is that the right number? I didn't check that with you guys. Yeah, no, six. it's still. All right. Good. Uh, San Francisco, Arizona. I think the 49ers are going to get on a roll here. I can't stand them. They're one of the franchises I can't stand the most as a Ram fan, but I think the 49ers are going to turn the corner here. They get George Kittle back. They don't, it doesn't matter who their running back is. Uh, they're going to do well. And uh, Arizona, I don't think they're going to have Murray. I don't think they're going to have Hopkins. I think they're going to cash this game in uh, and looking at taking the longer view. I think San Francisco... Uh, wins by 10 tomorrow Ooh. against the Arizona Cardinals. And I will grab Tennessee plus 7.5 against the Rams. I'm not saying the Titans are going to win. I just think that that number opened at around 4. It got to 7.5 because of Henry's injury, which I understand. But that's, that's just too big a number. The Titans are not terrible. They're 6-2. and two. It's mainly because of Derrick Henry. But uh, the Rams will let you hang around. They, they don't, unless you're Houston or whatever, they, they'll blow you out. But they will let you hang around. And I think Tennessee keeps this game close. Jansen, what do you got? The dogs are barking this week for me. I'm going the Packers plus seven. I think that's too much for a Chiefs team that's very bad. And Jordan Love will do just fine. 
Taking the Houston Texans, getting six points against Miami Dolphins. Why the hell are the Dolphins laying six points? They are just as bad as the Texans. And Tyrod Taylor's back. Got to jump on the Texans. Davis Mills is the reason why the Texans are scoring single-digit points. Tyrod Taylor is going to put up enough points to cover in this game. And also, Pittsburgh's a fraud. I hate that passing offense. The offense for the Bears has looked much better, and I think they do better than the Cleveland Browns did. Give me the Chicago Bears getting six and a half. That's way too many points for an offense that can't move the I want to state this for the record here, that John Jansen, okay, certified degenerate, has just used two-thirds of his pick segment to take Houston and Chicago. (laughs) And he took Chicago last week as well. (laughs) You think you'd learn. I know, and they were actually actually looking pretty good, too. Bears down, Chicago Bears. Come on, Jansen, come on. Go Bears. All right, uh, Kyle, what do you got? All right, so once again, we're intertwining picks this week. Uh, I am also taking the Baltimore Ravens minus six over the Vikings because the reasons we talked about, Kirk Cousins stinks. He's a goofball. And that uh, that Vikings wow, defense is terrible. Both. He stinks and a goofball. Yeah, and a yeah, goofball. Wow. That's what I think about right. Kirk Cousins. Uh, I am also taking the he Green... He loves Creed, so he can't be that bad. Oh, jeez. That's even worse. <laughs> Trying to think of another word. <laughs> um, I'm also taking the Green Bay Packers plus seven over the Chiefs. I think with those two running backs, starting with Aaron Jones, Pat Callahan. Um, Jordan Love much. can, keep the, uh, <laughs> can keep, keep the Packers in this game. Uh, and maybe even win this game. Uh, and I'm also taking the Chargers. Minus one and a half over the Eagles. I, the, the Eagles are not good. And for reasons we mentioned before, the Chargers are just the better team. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, you know, I, I asked you guys earlier. It, uh, you, Kyle agree with me. that One of these days the Chiefs are going to put the game together. And I don't know. You, there's no indication it's going to be tomorrow. But... Uh, Sooner, sooner or later, they're going to do it. They're going to lay some wood on somebody, and we'll see if it is. But they're, they're, right now, the Chiefs are flailing about. They barely beat the Giants. They should have lost that game. Should uh, really. have. Absolutely. Yeah, but uh, but it'll be interesting to see. Next week, guys, we'll talk. We'll be at the halfway point. Uh, we'll look at who's hot and who's not in terms of the halfway and what to expect in the second half of the season. I'll wrangle some predictions out of you, you guys. And uh, we'll start getting into the crispness, to quote one Barrett Brooks, of the air in the National Football League. That is it for us here on This Week in Pro Football. We'll be back oh, next week. Can I, John? I'm sorry. The yeah, answer was Green Bay, New England, Seattle. Somebody did get it. My boy Martin got it. So uh, those of you who didn't answer, the hell with you. Somebody got it. We're going to ship that T-shirt out. <laughs> I got it after 32 tries. So uh, I'll give myself some a pat on the back instead of a T-shirt. That's it for us. We'll be back next week, same time, 9 o'clock on Saturday morning here on The Gambler, all presented by Kira Alderman Show. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.